the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip-Off. Good evening, Hoop fans, and welcome in for an abbreviated countdown to a tip-off. Terrence Arney here alongside me. None other than the professional what? Jim Williams. What? That guy again? Really? <laughs> and we are live in St. Leon at the Coliseum, as I like to call it, where the Batesville Bulldogs are in town to take on the East Central Trojans. What a terrific gym it is. And uh, glad to be here for game two, Terrence. We had a great game one, as you saw. 41-31, the Batesville girls winning over East Central for the first time in six years. Yeah, big victory there for Mitchell Taylor and his squad. A nice bounce-back win after a Boy. tough loss earlier in the week sure was Franklin County. Uh, and if that was any indication of the action we'll have here in the nightcap slot, um, yeah, we're in for a really good game. This yeah, year. it's going to be a big night. Big night. No uh, doubt about that. Got about two and a half minutes here before tip-off. Want to take you through the tail of the tape briefly here. Uh, the Bulldogs coming in three and two on the season. The East Central, as we mentioned, uh, the East Central Trojans got a late start to the season because of that state championship run. That's right. So they're only one and one. Only had two games yet here in the early series. And Aaron Garrett leads these Bulldogs in his 16th year at Batesville. 223 wins or 136 losses. Meanwhile, Tyler Thiesing in his very first year at East Central. Again, they're one and one. But in his fifth year coaching overall, he's 59 and 37. Last outing, Batesville, an easy win over the Milan Indians, 72-37. And East Central defeated Indianapolis Homeschool, 69-53. So both teams coming in off of a win. And, of course, that Homeschool win uh, is big for Coach Teasy. It is his very first yes. uh, leading the Trojans, and uh, they were very excited about that one. I have no doubt about that. And over the past 35 years, these squads have been getting together on a regular basis. And, Jim, the records are very, very close. East Central has the slight edge, 45 East Central wins to just 42 Batesville wins. But the Bulldogs have been coming on as late. In fact, in their last meeting in uh, uh, February earlier this year, Batesville with a 71-46 victory over these Trojans. And the John Harrell predictor for tonight is calling for a Bulldog win, 61 59. You know, we've talked about Jack Grunkmeyer a lot, and uh, Grunk looks terrific. He's launching a three right there and nailing it, but look, he's got some tape on his left shoulder. Yeah, again, they had a tough, um, uh, I don't want to say a tough game, but of course they played earlier in the week. Oh, here, yeah. Uh, on Thursday evening. I think so, tough's a good word. We're there, yeah. Uh, so perhaps uh, maybe some. Uh, hangover, if you would, physically there, there, there uh, you go. from that game on Thursday. We'll definitely keep an eye on Gronk and his health, but he does look to be starting tonight, so Absolutely. perhaps a little soreness, um, but nothing too serious. Hey, let's change gears briefly here before we step out. We'll talk a little NFL football. Two games of interest to you. The Colts defeat the Steelers 30-13, to and earlier today it was the Bengals with an overtime victory over the Vikings 27 27- 24. We've got high school basketball coming up next right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. 
we commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy a Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back. Live from the Coliseum here in St. Leon, where the Central Trojans are hosting the Beatsville Bulldogs as game number two of tonight's basketball doubleheader. Uh, the ladies took center stage first to get things started. They got a victory 41-31, and you'll see what their Bulldog brethren can do here in the nightcap starting for the Bulldogs tonight at number three Gus Crickle excuse me uh, number three Trenton Lures I'm sorry number 11 Gus Crickle number 20 Cade Kaiser number 30 Sam Johnson and number 42 Jack Grockemeyer and as we've seen uh, uh, Kaiser and uh, um Excuse me. <laughs> Kaiser and uh, uh, Johnson have been the big guns for the uh, Bulldogs other than uh, Jack Grunkemeyer. Yeah, the three of those, they work together well. They can put points on the board in a variety of ways, all three levels, inside, outside. And now starting for the East Central Trojans, number 20, Joel Richter. Also starting number 22, 6'1", 175-pound junior, Carson Pye, Zonka. Number 32, Dylan Maxwell. Maxwell playing guard as a senior. And number 44, Connor Kuhn. And anchoring down in the center, it's number 50, 255-pound, 6'4", senior, Eli Ertl. Speaking of a presence inside, mm-hmm. wow, yes. They've got some size. Does this East Central Trojan team expect this to be a physical matchup, not just based on the players on the floor, but because of the names on the jerseys? There you go. Batesville in their traditional road blues trimmed out in white, black, blue tops, blue bottoms, East Central white tops, white bottoms, red numbers and letters trimmed out in black. Kaiser. Going to jump things off against Eli Ertl. As they stand in the center circle, and Ertl gets the tip. That's the first tip this season that I've seen Kaiser not be able to sky up and get. 
So it's the Trojans first on offense. Richter has it in his hands as he steps in between the circle, sends it over to the left, gets it right back, goes over to the far right side for Connor Kuhn, back to the near side for Paisanka. Just a three-man game so far. Those are the only three for the Trojans that have touched it. Paisanka, Kuhn, and from up top, a three flies for Richter. No good. Rebound down to the Trojans. And they got Johnson to take the bait. Johnson took flight. And, you know, as I'm looking at that, yeah, Johnson took flight, excuse me, and he got hung up. He'll be called for the foul, and that will put Dylan Maxwell on the line to shoot two. First one clanks off the back of the rim. It does. Sam got a haircut, and I was getting her to say, that's not <laughs> Sam Johnson. Well, it's still him, <laughs> But it is Sam. So two uh, free throws good to break the seal early. Trojans on top, 2 nothing. Excuse me, one nothing. Only the second one goes through as Lures brings it up the floor. They go immediately inside for Prickle, and a nice read by Prickle cutting through the back door, and it was left wide open by the Trojan defense. 2-1, Bulldogs with the lead. Back come the Trojans quickly. Able to break the Bulldog press, and they go immediately into into their 2-3 zone. Ball swings from... Left to right, all the way around the arc. It's back up top now in the hands of Paisanka. Kuhn, back to Paisanka, looking off to his right. Back to Kuhn on the near side. Goes inside the zone for Maxwell. Maxwell sends it outside. Kuhn for three, no good. Fight for the rebound. And he's going to get tied up as Gronk able to tie up Ertl. We're going to have to keep an eye on that battle down low. What a matchup it is. The, the two, again, physical This is going to be interesting. Lures quickly up the floor. Swings it for number 20, Cade Kaiser. Johnson from the corner, off the front iron and into the hands of the Trojans. Score remains 2-1. Maxwell quickly up the floor. Going to hand off now to Kuhn. And Connor is going to drift from his left to his right and come back to his left to get it in the hands of Paisanka. Inside the zone for the big man, Ertl, then back up Tom. Kuhn facing the front end of that 2-3 zone. Can't get through. Goes inside again. Ertl. Now with Kaiser on him. Ertl left and right. Kaiser within the whole way causing to renegotiate that shot. No good. Rebound for the Dogs and they're off and running. Lures on the far left wing. Going to leave it for Kaiser. Kaiser with a baseline drive up and under through contact and Cade Kaiser with his first two points and he's feeling it Jim. Cade, uh, one of the continuing weapons, uh, biggest for the Bulldogs, and the foul goes to uh, Dylan Maxwell, his first. That was an amazing shot, and there's the three points. Kaiser doing it the old-fashioned way, gives the Bulldogs the early 5-1 lead. Token pressure now from the Dogs. Trojans able to kind of walk that one up. A couple of crisp passes between Maxwell and Kuhn. Gets it across the timeline. Ball now with Paisanka. Paisanka eyed a three briefly, then goes down to Maxwell on the baseline. That shot's going to be short. Johnson with the rebound. Up ahead to Kaiser. Kaiser looking for lures, but the quick feet and the quick hands of Carson Paisanka knocks that one out of bounds. 
Sam Johnson really went up up above and cleared that ball off the rim. He really did. Bulldog's going to bring it inside out from the far sideline, looking for Gronk down low. Entry pass deflected, off and running by the Trojans, and an easy two for Carson Pizanka. And now it's the Trojans' time to try some full-court pressure. Lures able to boat race, boat race past the defender. Bulldogs now working it around the arc. Johnson's going to square up for three. He's got him. Sam with a big one. First three-point basket of the night. Bulldogs on top, eight to three. 432 left here in the first quarter. Izanka holds this one on his right hip and puts it in action. Richter on the far wing is going to come back up time up top for Paisanka to direct a little bit of traffic. Trying to get around Lures. Can't goes inside. Maxwell tries to body Kaiser. Kaiser stands tall, gets his hands up, and they just can't shoot over him. Almost turning over do the Bulldogs. They slow down a little bit as Grunt gathers, sends it off. Lures looking for a backdoor cut. Johnson. Straight down the lane and lays it in. And the Bulldogs showing their athleticism, Jim, and it's paying off. Sam Johnson now with five of the ten points. Exactly right. And to the corner now with Ertl. Ertl on the near wing. Going to go up top for Kuhn. Ertl's going to relocate now on the opposite side of the floor. Richter finds Kuhn on the right wing. Now back up top with Carson. Carson calls Ertl to step inside that 2-3 zone. And now Maxwell. They leave Kuhn all alone on the wing, and that shot, nothing but air, and into the waiting arms of Sam Johnson. Quick run and gun now for the Bulldogs once again. Gronk down low. Oh, the bunny won't go off the back of the iron. Did have to deal with Ertl underneath, and Ertl may have got a little piece of that. It's 10-3. Almost would be turnover there, but Trojans able to gather and regain control. Again, Paisanka up top directing traffic. Once Ertl inside the zone gets it to him, sends it right back out top. I was going to put it on the floor, Paisanka. And a timeout's called as the Trojans just looked a little discombobulated and a lot indecisive right there. Absolutely, and uh, I think they may have been confused by the fact that Gronk was out pay- playing at a forward spot rather uh-huh. than in the post. And Sam Johnson was down there waiting for Ertl in the post. Yeah, we'll keep it right here for this short timeout. It's 10-3 with the Bulldogs out on top. And as you were looking at that defense, Jim, I couldn't help but think of Coach Andy Allen's comments to us Thursday night about how meticulous they study their tape and particularly the two three zone. It's so close. They they they've they've got to do it over and over and over again in practice. It's got to be represented right by the scout team for the first unit to go up against. Yeah, no doubt about it. You are listening to high school basketball on WRBI Batesville, St. Leon, Greensburg. For sales. Out of the timeout, Maxwell's going to go down the lane, kick it up top. Richter's going to bring it back out. Richter going to go to his right. That's where Carson Pizanko will take over. He gets stalemated in the front end of that zone, but goes inside quickly. Good crisp passes. 
finds a wide open Dylan Maxwell underneath the basket who lays it in for two. Good timeout apparently for the Trojans. Dylan now has three points. 10-5 is your score. Bulldogs on top. A long three in and out for Lures. That one was halfway down and rimmed back out. Score remains the same, 10-5. Under two minutes left here in the first. Trojans all the way around the arc. Down in the corner. Ertl going to dribble his way out of that. Maxwell inside the zone. They kick it outside as Peyton Hoffer gets his first action here. And again, Maxwell able to finish with the left hand. Caught the Bulldogs sleeping a little bit. It's a fast five out of seven for Dylan Maxwell. And look at the uh, look at the Trojans. Two quick, uh, quick four points coming out of that timeout. On a little mini run here. Down the lane goes Prickle. And that one's going to go out of bounds. They say last touch by the Trojans. It'll be Bulldog ball underneath their own basket. Prickle's going to take this one out, sends it up and over for Grunt. And losing the handle there was Kaiser. Maxwell going to try to rush down the floor. Gets cut off by Kaiser. They wait for the rest of their Trojan brethren now. Maxwell just above the volleyball service line. Kicks it up top for Paisanka, who's going to pull it out. The Trojans are going to reset. They go right back inside with Ertl. Ertl looks, 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 and then kicks it back up top. For a minute, I thought Ertl was going to go with a sky hook from there, but he sent it back up top, and they reset once again. 42 seconds. That's what's left here in the first. Bulldogs on top, 10-7. Trojans with a chance to tie. Down the lane. Fancy circus shot from Paisanka, and he is fouled. And he'll shoot two with 33 seconds left in the first. They're going to put that one on Cade Kaiser. Thank you. His first, second team foul. So Paisanka strolls to the line. His first one rims out. Got one more shot coming. And with 33 ticks on the clock, the Bulldogs should be able to hold for the final shot. But first, Carson will try to bring his squad one point closer. He does. 10-8, your score. And Gus Prickle is going to walk this one up across the timeline. Under 25 seconds now. Johnson with it. Looks off to his left. And Gronk's going to come out and grab this one. Gronk going to hold a little bit. And you can hear Aaron Garrett calling out a play to run. And with under 10 seconds, they execute. Carson, excuse me, Cade Kaiser, rather, raises up from the left wing and drains a three as time expires. And Aaron Garrett got exactly what he wanted, (laughs) exactly when he wanted. Closed down the quarter with a three. Bulldogs on top, 13-8. We'll be right back after this on Country 103.9 WRBI, the new WRBI app. J.C. Bank supports local high school sports teams, helping young athletes thrive for stronger communities. For over a century, J.C. Bank has offered banking, investments, and trust services to South Central Indiana. And there's exciting news for Decatur County. J.C. Bank is opening soon in Greensburg at 1035 North Lincoln Street. Whether you need a high-interest savings account or a mortgage, J.C. Bank is here for you. Learn more at jcbank.com. J.C. Bank, the bank for your street, not Wall Street. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
This January, Margaret Mary Health's excited to welcome Dr. Ed Negavetich to the medical staff. As a physiatrist, Dr. Negavetich uses a non-surgical approach to treat medical conditions that cause pain or limit function. Conditions he treats include sports injuries, concussions, arthritis, and spine, joint, muscle, and nerve pain. With over 15 years of experience in the field, Dr. Negavetich is committed to helping you regain strength, mobility, and independence. For an appointment, call 812-934-66. 38. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball being brought to you tonight in part by great sponsors including Ivy Tech Community College, Great Plains Communication, Mary Huntington All-State Insurance, Baseville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and by Gehrings. One quarter in the books, Bulldogs lead after a big three to close it out from Cade Kaiser, 13-8. to eight. And who did most of the heavy lifting there in that first quarter? Uh, in the first quarter, it was Dylan Maxwell putting up uh, five points uh, for the Trojans. Maxwell, in fact, has the ball right now, looking to add to his total to help his team get back into this ball game. Maxwell's going to drop it off to Paisanka, and he has his heels there on the edge of the center circle. And they go inside. Peyton Hoffer remains in the game. Brandon Maple has checked in for the Bulldogs. Baseline drive for Bizonka. Bangs it off the glass. No good. Ertl goes up big for a big rebound and goes back up into the body of Gronk. And Gronk's going to pick up the foul. Third team foul on the uh, uh, Bulldogs. One each for Gronkmeyer, one for Johnson, and one for Kaiser. Well, since the quarter just began. They'll reset those team fouls, so let's make that the first. Exactly. The first, exactly. Bulldog team foul, but first three free throw is good for Eli Ertle. As is the second. And the Trojans will draw within three points now, the Bulldogs. 13 to 10. Frickle going to get this inbound pass off the run, hands off to Lures as he crosses the timeline. Lures going to his right, going to go down the right side of the lane through two defenders, and he lays it in. What a move by T. Lures. That's your point guard. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's always good, Jim, when your point guard can also be scoring-minded, can be that type of point guard exactly. that can put up a few points when you need them. Trickle all over Maxwell. Maxwell's going to give it up. He's going to get it right back. They come back to the near side as Eli Sellhorse has checked in for the first time. Down on the baseline, up top for Hoffers. Hoffers releases a jumper from the wing. And Maxwell, the furthest from the ball, gets the rebound and drives to the basket and lays it in. Maxwell doing a little bit of everything for the Trojans. And without him, they would be way behind, right? Dylan with seven points already. Exactly right. And there he goes again, creating a bit of a turnover, but the Bulldogs able to regain control and their composure here. 6.22 left in the first half. Bulldogs 15, Trojans 12. Maple calls for it on the far wing. Going to send it back to Kaiser up front. Thought about a three. Dribbles inside, kicks it back out for Lures, and gets it back from Prickle. Now going to hand off to Maple. Maple working around the arc, sets a screen. Prickle raises up at the free throw line. No good. In and out of the hands of Grunkemeyer and Maxwell there to pick up the change. Down on the baseline, Pizanka received it, but is going to dribble back out top. They reset their offense, do the Trojans. 
Quickly inside and out. Three ball. Got him. All three of those for that young man, Carson Pizanka, the Trojans' first three, and that ties up the ball game. 15 all with five and a half left to go. Prickle says, I can do what you can do. Maybe better as he drains a straightaway three. Break after galoshes is raining threes, Jim. Five points for Gus. That was pretty. Excuse me. Maxwell, rather, has it now. On the right side, shades to his left. Gets it into the hand of Eli. And they were looking to go down on the baseline. Tipped away briefly. Trojans regain control. But Paisanka picked up his dribble. Can't move. Finally gets it over to Eli. Eli back up top for Dylan. Dylan is going to hold just a second. And you can hear Coach Teasing shouting his instructions of what he wants done. And these young men are executing right now at a high level, Jim. Look at that pass down low. And it's Paisanka right underneath receiving the high-low pass. And he lays it in for two, the hoop and the harm. An opportunity to complete the three-point play as the Trojans now with a lead in this ball game. The foul charge to Braden Maple. Excuse me, an opportunity, rather, to <laughs> tie and they do just that. The second tie in this ballgame at 18 apiece. Three-point play for Pizanka. Bulldogs bring it up quickly down on uh, the left block. And Johnson's going to bring it back up top. Swing it all around for Lures. Grunt calling for it inside. He's got Ertl on him. One dribble and kicks it out. Carson, excuse me. Cade Kaiser, rather, his second three from the identical spot on the floor is 21-18. Maxwell, they haven't crossed the timeline yet, Jim. There they go. (laughs) Maxwell over to his left, going to get it back. Sellhorse, after a tip ball, picks it up and sends it over to Hoffer. Hoffer's going to send it right back, and now Maxwell on the right wing. Back up top, looking inside. They down in the corner. Paisanka for three. And he's going to go over the back of Cade Kaiser. And that's going to draw a foul on the loose ball. So the Bulldogs inbound this one without uh, the Trojans getting a really good look. Oh, they had a good look at a three there, but just a one shot, and that's it. Bazanka with nine points so far still, and Maxwell with uh, seven. Got a foul away from the ball. Sure do. I believe that's going to go against the Trojans as well. It does. Peyton Hoffer picks up a quick one there. His first, second team foul. 21-18, Bulldogs leading the Trojans with 335 left here in the first half. Been a very rapid pace. And I can't tell just yet, Jim, who that rapid pace favors, the Bulldogs or the Trojans. It's a really good question. I think we'll find out in the third sometime. No doubt. They go up. A lob for Kaiser. He wasn't close enough to the basket to do much with it, so he kicks it right back out. Lures immediately finds Gronk on the block. One drill in the lane, and they say travel. Big step there for Gronk. And the thing is, you know, coaches will tell you they want to see – when you're down on those blocks, they want to see 
one or zero dribbles and make your move to the basket. One dribble and go up. up. He took the one dribbles, Jim, but he didn't go up. Going laterally. Not yeah. good. Yeah. So 21-18 as Maxwell. Maxwell looks like he's played this entire first half. Hands it off, and Paisaka comes out to get it. Carson directing a little bit of traffic, then goes off to his right. He's got Kuhn down on the baseline, and that's where the Bulldogs come with a trap. He's able to muscle his way out of that trap. Boy, he is. And Paisanka back up top with it, facing the front end of this 2-3 zone. Trying to weaken it up. They go from side to side. They go to the opposite side of the floor, but still intact is that zone. And now they get inside with Dylan Maxwell. Maxwell trying to go around Gronk. Oh, they get Gronk for a foul. Said didn't move his feet fast enough. Away from the ball. And Gronk doesn't like it, and neither does Coach Garrett. That's two for Jack. The only Bulldog with two. He's going to have a seat here as... Bulldogs coaching staff are going to try to protect him here in these remaining 238 in the first half. And we'll see if they try to take advantage of the size disparity with Gronk off the floor. Bizonka up top, 230 on the clock, swings it all the way over for Richter. They come back, they go immediately inside, but that's a travel as Kuhn could not quite get that one gathered. got stuck on his hip, Jim. That's a bad place for the ball. <laughs> yes. If you're going to do something with it, yes. Yes, it is. If you're trying to hide it, well, that's one thing. And look at this substitution here. They immediately recognize. Ertl. Yeah, Ertl comes in. They recognize Grunk's not on the floor. Yep. So this could be an opportunity for Ertl to really uh, put his fingerprint on this game. A guy of a similar physique. Bulldogs uh, bring it up the floor with the three-point lead. Maple, look to go down the lane, finds a cutting lures, kicks it out to the corner. Johnson, three no good. Kaiser goes up for the rebound, couldn't squeeze it, and it's off and running are the Trojans. Kuhn trying to go coast to coast. Lures giving him all that he wants, finally gets it off to Richter. And now Paisanka down the lane into Kaiser's chest and delivers. Able to absorb the contact and get that shot away, 21-20. Bulldogs on top by one. Johnson in the far right side. Lures straight away three. Nothing but net. 24-20. And it seems like every time the Trojans get there and almost get over that hump, Bulldogs with a big bucket. Five threes already for the Bulldogs. They go to the big man, Ertl. Ertl on the baseline. I thought he was going to drive, but doesn't. Kicks it out. Paisanka for three. No good. Maple comes out of the crowd with the ball. He's got to pick up his dribble and finds Prickle. Prickle tried to drive to the basket. Got his feet a little tangled up. Has to pull it back out. And now Johnson finds a cutting maple. The baseline jumper off the rim. Oh, it would have been pretty, but no good. Trojans quickly back the other way. With their own baseline drive is Richter. And then Kuhn up top. Paisanka. Probably going to pull this out. No, he goes straight down the lane. Saw a little daylight. Shot up. No good. Off and running. Lures. Dumps it over for Kaiser. Oh, a bad pass and another turnover. The worst kind in the live ball turnover. But the but the Trojans can't finish. And then somehow Dylan Maxwell finds that ball. 
It was a gift laying right on the floor. He just picks it up and drops it in. Maxwell needed three attempts, but got it done. He is the man so far for the Trojans. 24-22. Bulldogs by two. Maple looks over to the sideline. Gets the call for the coach. They'll hold for a final shot. Six seconds now. Maple. Kaiser. Straightaway three. In. Out. And that's going to do it. Wow. Got everything he wanted. Seriously. A good look at it. Of course, they ended the first quarter with a Kaiser three. Couldn't do so here in the second. But after the first two quarters of play, the Bulldogs with a two-point lead, 24-22. We will be back in just a minute. Let us catch our breaths. It's been a fast-paced game so far. We'll share some stats and numbers with you during our halftime show. That's coming up right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. We have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. It is halftime here from the Coliseum where the visiting Batesville Bulldogs have a two-point advantage over the home team, the East Central Trojans. It's 24-22 at the halftime break. Terrence Hardy here alongside Jim Williams. And, Jim, this has been a fun, fast-paced game. Absolutely. I, I think the boys got a, uh, a clue from the girls and really stepped up. This has been intense, and uh, and a, a couple uh, young men have stood out for uh, for each ball club. It, it's just been uh, a really fun night. Yeah, no doubt about it. You mentioned that girls game that was, of course, 
the game one of uh, of tonight's doubleheader. It was the Batesville Lady Bulldogs getting a 41-31 victory there. And like you said, perhaps the, the young men took a cue from their sisterhood, their sisters there, <laughs> and they got off to a great start after one. They led uh, the Trojans 13-8, to and that was on some good, sharp shooting from yes. beyond the arc. Had a couple of threes there to get things going. But in the second quarter, after a well-timed timeout by Coach Tyler Teasing, the Trojans came out, opened up on a 4-0 run, and they go on to win the second quarter, 14-11. And that's where we sit, 24-22, Bulldogs by two. It's not like these coaches aren't strategists. <laughs> the uh, is really impressive, but but the uh, the five threes mm-hmm. in the first half by Batesville. If the Bulldogs can make that a hallmark of their offense every game the rest of the year, a lot of teams are going to be in big trouble against them. Yeah, no doubt about it. And you know, we mentioned at the top of the hour that the Trojans were a little late getting their season started because yeah. of the state championship. Only two games before tonight. Yeah. So they haven't had a lot of opportunity out on the floor in game action. And then, two, um, you know, there's several football players, Dylan Maxwell, to, to name a few, several uh, football players that are on uh, this ball club. And Maxwell may just now be getting his basketball legs. It sure looks like it. Yeah, absolutely. No question about it. And uh, uh, also, uh, uh Seeming to be making the transition uh, inside was um, Eli Ertle. Yeah. Uh, um, a, a presence, mm-hmm. but not in the way that, say, Grunk is, is going right. on to play college baseball. Yeah. Um, no. uh, it's uh, uh, it's a couple different looks. Yeah. And uh, I think you're right. The, the transition of seasons is, uh, is a tough one, but uh, uh, they're finally making it here for the Trojans. And, and what an entertaining game. Yeah, it really has been. Um, high octane, a high octane, a high pace for both teams. We talked about it. Not sure who it favors. Only time will tell here um, as we get deeper into this ball game. But a great first half. Expecting more in the second. And taking a look at the scoring, uh, Terrence uh, Kate Kaiser is the uh, leading scorer for the Bulldogs with nine points in the half. He has a pair of threes, a two-point bucket, and a free throw uh, to round things out. And then it's uh, three men with five each. Uh, Trent Lures, also Gus Prickle, each with a tray and a field goal. And then Sam Johnson has a tray and a field goal as well. Uh, so uh, very, very simple to uh, keep track of this time. Uh, three guys with 15, one with nine. That makes 24. Well, and that bodes well for these Bulldogs that they can pass them all around and have even scoring throughout. You hear Coach uh, Garrett preach all the time about it doesn't matter who scores the basketball for making the right plays, and it sounds like that's what they're doing here tonight. Hey, absolutely, and uh, coming back the other way, of course, keeping it close to 24-22, Carson Pizanka, uh really did start the game out uh, hot for the Trojans, and uh, he has a tray in three field goals. Uh, plus two free throws, so he's got 11 points wow. in the half. Dylan Maxwell with four buckets and a free throw and a total of nine points. Eli Ertle has a pair of free throws, uh, but it, it seems to me he could be a much uh, stronger scorer for the Trojans, and uh, I'm guessing uh, Coach Teasing might want him to, to do that in the second half. Yeah, he played a lot of minutes that first half. I don't recall ever seeing 
uh, Maxwell come off the floor. I think he played all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, which again suggests that he now has his basketball legs. <laughs> yeah, uh, underneath him there. Um, but yeah, he's been huge for him. I will say, I, I thought that they were going they being the Trojans. I thought the Trojans were really going to use Ertl once. Grunkelmeyer went off the floor, but they really didn't take advantage of the time right. that he was on the bench. Not in a way that I thought they would have, but they were able to close the gap and make this a one-possession game. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the uh, the shooting of Bazanka and the, the constant presence of Maxwell, Yes, I think, that are uh, really uh, making the difference for him and, and keeping him right with the Bulldogs. We're going to step away, send it back to the station here briefly. And we'll come back with more of the halftime show right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Life moves fast. The technology services from Great Plains Communications move faster. Whether it's working, learning, or streaming from home, or powering your business with a robust fiber connection, our full suite of technology services helps you keep up with today's fast-paced environment. Our local team of call center representatives and technicians are dedicated to providing a superior customer experience, ensuring you have the support and services you need to succeed. Contact Great Plains Communications today at 877-839-9494 or gpcom.com. Welcome to Allstate, where saving on your auto insurance is kind of like a joyride. You, your car, and an open road may be your best friend, too. The music is chill, and so is the traffic. Allstate, here better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville and Shelbyville Allstate agent Mary Huntington for a quote today. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Ivy Tech, your hometown college, is proud to support our local student-athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the Tech. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back to halftime here at the Coliseum. Bulldogs enjoying a uh, one-possession lead. They lead the Trojans 24-22. Bit of an extended halftime here as uh, it is Hall of Fame night here at uh, the Coliseum, and they are recognizing five individuals that excelled above and beyond, and that has earned them the distinction of the Hall of Famer. Uh, this and this particular class, they in, inducted five members uh, tonight. And let's take a look at the inductees here. I've got the list handy for you. Uh, the first 
uh, was Kinsey, excuse me, Kinsey Bennell, a graduate in 1966 of North Dearborn High School. He's entering the Hall of Fame in the contributions category. He was assistant band director at EC from 78 until 1988 and then became the head band director in 88, served that position all the way until 1999. The second inductee is Miss Amy Bruder. Uh, Amy was a swimmer for the East Central Trojans. She swam her junior and senior years, earning a varsity uh, letter as a senior. And after her junior year in 1992, she would participate in the first Paralympic Games in Barcelona, Spain. So congratulations to Amy Bruder. Uh, for her induction. Also tonight inducted was Miss Stephanie Perkins, a 2002 graduate at East Central. She was a three-sport athlete competing in volleyball, basketball, and softball. And as both teams are now back on the floor, I will get you the other two inductees here later on in the broadcast. Third quarter action underway. Bulldogs start with the ball. Brunkmeyer has it up. Tom's going to drop it for Lures. Johnson picks up his dribble. He was looking inside for Gronk and is picked off by Paisanka. He sends it up ahead to Maxwell. And they kick it back out up top as the Bulldogs hurry back on defense to shut down that fast break. Working around the arc do the Trojans. Kuhn back to Paisanka, back to Kuhn up top. Kuhn. Puts it on the floor, tries to get down the lane, turned away by the defense. Now Richter comes over to help out. And back to Paisanka. Ertl settle down inside the zone, but they can't get it to him. Now they do. Ertl looking around to pass out of this. And in the lane a little too long. Okay, I was not sure what the call was there, but, yeah, they say that. Three big seconds. He was camped out there. So a turnover. It seemed, uh, Darren's like, Eli couldn't really decide which direction right. he was going, which right. probably took up the time. Exactly right. Johnson has it now on the wing. Thought about a three and again, looking for a cutting Cade Kaiser. Looking like a wide receiver number one going across <laughs> the middle. But it was tipped out of bounds, so it'll stay with the Bulldogs here. They go up top now. Off of a screen, Johnson. Should have been a catch and shoot, but the defense recovered quickly. Able to split two defenders, the hoop and the harm, and Johnson is feeling it. Showing his ability to get it done inside and out. Again, from all three levels, Johnson is a threat. Absolutely. And the second uh, personal, excuse me, first personal on Joel Richter tonight. Sam's going to stroll to the line with... The lead and completes the old-fashioned three-point play. Let me tell you, that's the only way Johnson likes him. If he can't score three <laughs> points, he doesn't want anything to do with it. 27-22 now. <laughs> Trojans now back on offense. They work it down to Paisanka on the corner. Goes inside for Maxwell. Maxwell goes left, right in the lane. Kicks it back up top. They find Kuhn on the wing. And then a baseline trap. Able to tap this ball away and prickle off and running. And he gets... Almost tackled from behind as Kuhn just barreled through there. If Kuhn doesn't play football, he should. I got to believe he does. <laughs> he, he came barreling down the lane there. Prickle lost his footing, 
and the foul was called. The officials are not happy with Coach Teasing. No, Teasing doesn't uh, doesn't like the call. I think his exact words are, and I quote, "Are you serious?" Ooh, yeah. Well, that that's the gentle version. <laughs> but all the same, call was made. Foul against Coon. His first. They bring it in. Do the Bulldogs. And a three ball from the far wing, and that one did not draw iron over the basket. And that's an easy rebound for Ponizanka. He brings it up the floor. 27-22, Bulldogs in front after two minutes of play here in the third. They get inside the zone. Mitchell, they go to Maxwell. Rather, they go to, on the baseline for Ertl. And a foul is going to be called on Grump. That's going to be his third. Ooh. Oh, that's a costly one. Not good for the big man. They wanted, they wanted uh, that to be a held ball. Coach Garrett's not thrilled either. Not at all. Here. He just got teed oh. up. Did Coach Garrett? And what his, what Coach Garrett's point was, Jim, is the person is the official that called that was the official the farthest away from the play. Not in position. And he was saying, hey, to make that call, you got to be closer to the ball than that. And that's what got him teed up. <laughs> and Maxwell sinks the first. 27-23 after Max makes that 27-24. Maxwell makes good on the two technicals. And now they'll have the ball underneath the basket. So... A costly possession in that Gronk picks up his third. He's got to come off the floor. Coach gets the technical, and the Trojans make good on it. Let's see if this is a spot for them to make a run. Three-point difference now. They go inside. Mitchell on the baseline. The defense collapse on him, and he misses that shot. It was Maple as well as Johnson there. A little bit of an opening, and that's all Kaiser needs as he takes it around the corner and lays it in. I think they wave off the shot, though. They do, and they charge the foul to Joel Richter. His second. Say that was on the floor, but again, the kid's so quick. How do you know? It was one fluid move. So fouls call, not in the act of shooting. Wave off the two-point basket. The Bulldogs are set to go, maintaining a three-point lead, 27-24. Kaiser has it up top, goes between the legs, backs his man down just a little bit, sends it up over the top for Sam Johnson, and they're going to say it was last touched by Ertl. It's a good, pretty little move there. Kaiser just tried to flip that over his head to Johnson. Yeah, they were trying to give him one motion up. Just above the free throw line, a stop and pop for Kaiser. No good. Johnson doing the dirty work underneath, and he's fouled. And that's one of the things that uh, you'll hear Coach Garrett talk about is the interchangeableness of this squad. Gronk not on the floor. Johnson now picking up uh, where he left off with all the dirty work underneath, Jim. Two shots coming for Sam. He's uh, one of one so far. Make it two for two. And uh, that is a third personal on Joel Richter. He's got to come out. And both coaches really questioning these calls right now. Yeah. Questioning that third foul call as well. And I don't know if I've ever 
witnessed a game where both coaches have the bewildered look on their face at the same time. Johnson for three. In and out. Maxwell got to try to race up the floor here. And again, Bulldogs quickly back on defense, shutting down any fast break opportunities. But look at this passing. They find Richter up top. Misses that one. And the Bulldog student section serenades with the air ball champ. They reset and work it all the way around the arc. Maxwell puts it on the floor, drives to the lane. Kaiser turns him away. And Paisanka now has it up top with Frickle and Lures in tow. They go right back. They trap on the baseline. And travel called wow. against Paisanka. A very extended possession, but they come up empty. It looked like a lot of offense. Yes. <laughs> nothing happening. No shots going up. 28-24. 4.52 left here in the third. Oh, a wide open, but a chase down block against Johnson. But picking up the trash. Cade Kaiser. Was a cutting Kaiser. He lays it in for two. That forces Thiesen to call a timeout. We'll take one as well. 30-24 Bulldogs. We'll be back in a second. Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBF. Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Facebook Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Tonight's presentation of high school basketball is being brought to you tonight in part by Affinity Graphics and Tees, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt Nelco, and Fleetwood Chevrolet. Terrence Arney alongside the professional Jim Williams here from the Coliseum, and it's the Bulldogs. They lead this one 30 to 24. It seems closer. It really does. <laughs> it, it really does. And these two teams, uh, to use that heavyweight fight analogy, they're just taking blow, giving as well no as they're taking kidding. both yes. sides, right? Yes, exactly right. And you got to give the uh, uh, Trojans credit for keeping up this way again just in their third game of the season. Yeah, well said. Well said. Trojans 1-1 one one on the season, looking to get that second victory, trailing the Bulldogs here in the third by six. It's the Trojans with the ball. Paisanka gets inside the zone. Kaiser comes over. Paisanka's going to have to reset, and the Bulldogs' defense has been tenacious tonight, oh. and they call lures on the foul. And... Uh, that's going to be T. Lures picking up his first. And it's only the second team foul here in this quarter. The Trojans, meanwhile, are already at four, one away from the limit. So the Trojans will take this one out of bounds and they'll reset. Paisanka from the far wing tries to get inside the zone to Mitchell. Excuse me, Maxwell, rather. Maxwell does get inside, goes right at Kaiser. And Kaiser can't get the rebound. He pulled, and now he reaches in, and it's a jump ball. The hurdle can go up. Yeah. The arrow is favoring, though, the Trojans, so it'll 
stay right here on this end. No foul because somebody from uh, baseball had a hand right on the ball. Yes. They're going to get this one in cleanly, send it all the way up top. And that's Hoffer that has the ball. Now he finds Ertl. Ertl now trying to back down Kaiser. Puts the shot up no good. Kaiser still there. Johnson takes it to the chops on the loose ball, and he is fouled. They're going to say that uh, Dylan Maxwell came in underneath him. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and we talked about there probably would be some physical play here, and you oh, can see man. now that no, is kidding. clearly coming to fruition. And as a third personal on Dylan Maxwell, Trojans are going to have to watch out. They may have to sit him. I don't know if they can afford to, though. Uh, well, that's a he's big been problem. A, he's been a big part of their offense, kind of the spark plug, if you would. He's initiating a lot of the offense that you've seen tonight. Oh, yeah. And when the Trojans took the brief lead, it was off of hustle plays, back-to-back hustle plays uh, from Maxwell when they went on that little 4-0 mini run after the timeout. Sammy Johnson good for one there, and he's now uh, three of four this half. I look at the big board, though, Jim. The board says they only got two fouls on Maxwell. Four or five. Uh, and, and two that, on Maxwell? And, and perhaps that's why he's still in the ballgame. I get, think you're right. So we've got a stoppage here. I'm not sure why. But uh, whatever it was. I think they might have tried to clear something up at the scores table. Indeed. And it may have been the Maxwell foul. Yeah. yeah. So they get that cleaned up. It, Th- it's still at two. So uh, I'm sorry about the error there. 32 24. That's the score. Bulldogs on top. Trojans trying to charge. Tyzaka with a flat tie there. Slides, but able to keep his dribble alive. Avoids the travel and passes it off. Didn't mean to alarm the Trojan fans. <laughs> Gets it back. Does Paisanka gets inside to Maxwell. Maxwell turns left and right on Cade Kaiser. Kaiser with a block, sends it up ahead to Lures. Lures passes it back for Sam. Sam tries to sidestep the block and the hoop and the harm. Johnson, I can't say enough about the way this team responds when one of those big three go out because of foul trouble, whether it's been Kaiser. We've seen that before down at Lawrenceburg. When Kaiser had to go out for an extended period, they rallied. Same way here. Gronk goes out, and Johnson just comes to life. What did I tell you about him in three points? <laughs> yeah, he, he sinks another single, and uh, that is the third personal on Peyton Hoffer. We know that for sure. So Johnson completes yet another old-fashioned three. He just hates twos. Man. Can't stand them. And it's an 11-point lead now, 35-24. Bulldogs' biggest lead of the night. 237. That's what's left in the third. Trojans find themselves in a precarious spot here. They're going to need a basket to stay close to the Bulldogs. John, excuse me. Maxwell and Johnson came oh, out. Oh, I thought they were going to get walk. Johnson on a foul, but it was a, a walk. The for, for, for Eli Selhorst. Yes. And, uh, and Johnson is lucky because he got caught in the air and was about to crash down into the player, but he traveled before he hit the ground. 30. Five to 24. Kaiser with his back to the goal is going to send it back up top for Johnson and over to Lures. Only two points this quarter for East Central so far. Head fake by Kaiser down the lane. And he's fouled going to the basket. 
I've said it once. I'll say it a thousand times. The basketball gods favor the aggressive. And Kaiser aggressively going down the lane draws the contact. That is Pazanka with only his first. Kaiser's first free throw is pure. Bulldogs build their lead to 12 now. Make it 13. Maxwell. Going to bring it up with Hoffer. And they quickly, a little give and go by Paisanka. The shot no good. I believe the Bulldogs got a piece of that one. Walked off the glass. And Kaiser in the lane. Shot no good. Back the other way. Maxwell goes around through the two defenders. Maple with the steal. And then his pass is steal. And a loose ball foul is called. I believe it's going to go against the dogs. Maple picks that one up. That's going to be Braden's second. And you can tell right now that especially Maxwell and Paisanka, they have a little sense of urgency. They feel that this one might be slipping away, and they're yes. trying yes. extremely hard to kind of wheel this team back into it. You see it on Maxwell's face every time. Paisanka stops, pops, no good. But who's there? Maxwell with the putback. And those two, again, John... Uh, Jim, excuse me, those two, Maxwell and Paisanka, single-handedly, these two gentlemen are trying to bring it up. And now Maxwell going to pick up his third over the back of Kaiser. And he knows he should have held back. Yes, he does. As he tugs on his jersey in disgust, oh, I should have held back. But instead, Kaiser's going to go to the line. And Cade is three of three so far. Dylan won't look at Coach Thiesing's way. He does not want to come out of this ball game. Uh, but uh, he is. coming in for him. Yeah. coming in. Hey, you know, these young men are so competitive. They, they are. never want to come out. They are. Splits the pair. Does Kaiser made the first miss? The second, 38-26, the ball game here. Minute 14 left. Baseline drive now for Sellhorse. The floater, no good. Down to the hands of uh, Prickle. They try to go back to Prickle, and that one's tapped away. Lazy pass there through a whole lot of traffic, Jim. So the Trojans now going to regain possession with about 55 seconds left in the third. Sellhorse is going to go over to Coon. He's going to get it back. Cross-court pass, a little dangerous. Coon climbs the ladder to bring it down. They keep working it around the arc, trying to loosen up the zone. They've inverted it. It's 3-2 now. And that's got the Trojans a little indecisive of where to go with the ball. They go inside. Sellhorse puts them in the spin cycle. No good. Blocked away. Lures down the right wing. Kicks it back for Sam Johnson. I thought he was going to bust a three. Oh, and a huge collision. And Sam's going to be called with a charge. And that, that's a good call. It's the it, right it, call. Yep, it is. It is Sam's second. Uh, the Bulldog fans won't like it, but it, it was pretty obvious, and, and it was good position by the uh, uh, by the Trojans. Trojan defender. Yeah, yep. and and really the reason for that when when Sam caught that ball, he should have released the three. That was yes. the right play, yeah. and he hesitated, put it on the floor, and the defender had already gained position, and he just bowled him over. 
So the Trojans will finish here for the last shot with 13 seconds left. Paisanka up top. Kuhn back to Paisanka. They go inside to Ertl. Ertl kicks it outside. Hoffer comes inside now. Three seconds. Hoffer for three. Off the back iron, and that will do it for the third. We've got one quarter left to play. We're going to step away briefly. We'll come back with the exciting conclusion of this one. The Bulldogs, 38. Trojans, 26 on Country, 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Tonight's presentation of high school basketball brought to you by Eisen's Family Pizza, the home of Coach's Corner on Monday night with Terrence. Also, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Bruns Gutswiller, JC Bankin by Margaret Mary Health. Fourth quarter action for you here on the sports voice. Terrence Arney joined by Jim, the professional Williams. <laughs> Bulldogs with a lead, 38-26. You keep telling people that. They may believe it. (laughs) Bulldogs have the ball here. Kaiser up top, looking to get inside, going to get turned away. Sends it to Lures. Lures, the floater, right into the net. Beautiful play by T. Lures, and his play tonight, Jim, really been impressive. Absolutely. The unsung point guard making it happen. Back the other way, the Trojans. Teetering here now, 40 to 26. Paisanka in the lane. There's Maxwell with a backdoor cut and laid it in for two. And haven't seen that in some time, Jim. And that's exactly what the Trojans need to do to get back in this. That's what they need from Dylan Maxwell every time down. Kaiser's going to dribble this one off his foot as he was headed to the basket. So he's that athlete. He he's really the is. guy you got to count on. Yes. So after the Bulldog turnover. Maxwell and company looking to close this and make it back, get it back down to a 10-point game. It's 40-28. to 28. Bizanka up top, calls from a screen from Ertl, then sends it out to the corner. Three ball, down and good. Big basket from Peyton Hoffer, and now it's a nine-point game inside single digits. That's exactly what the Trojans needed. In reach of seven minutes left. Bulldogs now. With Gronk back out on the floor, goes up top for Johnson. Corner three on its way. Prickle off the iron. And another opportunity here. Trojans trying to continue their 5-0 run. Paisanka thought about the three from the near wing with a head fake, but thought better of it. Pulls it out. They reset. 
Lures right there with Paisanka. He's going to have to give it up. Sends it over to Richter. Richter back to Paisanka. Looking for Maxwell on the on the back line there. They do get him a bounce pass. And Kaiser cuts it off. They go the opposite way now. Ertl skirting around the arc. Goes back up top for Paisanka to reset one more time. The 2-3 zone working for the dogs. Ertl inside, doesn't know what to do. Goes back up top. They find Hoffer. Hoffer gives it up. Paisanka, two dribbles in the lane. Picks up the dribble. Looking for Maxwell on the baseline. And, oh, a trip. It's got to be called on Johnson. Yeah, the, the way Dylan Maxwell is, uh, just having seen him tonight, mm-hmm. uh, it seems like he's so direct and and lets his teammates know. It's like he passes so sharply that if you don't know the ball is coming to you, you're not paying attention. Yeah. And that may have been that foul. It was a late move there by Johnson. And I don't know for sure, but that may have been a fatigue foul there. Entirely possible, yeah. Because that was a long possession. Yep. And they've been chasing <laughs> these guards all over the floor, have the Bulldogs. And it looked like Maxwell just had to step on him, and he just kind of stepped in the way. A little yep. slow. Couldn't get in front of him. Stepped to his side, and that foot drew the foul. They get it inbounds. They've got Richter lined up for a nice-looking oh. three, and he drains it. It's an eight-point run for the Trojans, and it's a two-possession ball game, just like that. 40-34. Sh- Shades of Greensburg, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Bulldogs now on the near wing with Lures. Lures, holes, goes up over, and Kaiser leans in, banks it off the glass, but it won't go down. Back the other way, Maxwell gets it over to Hoffer. Hoffer covered up by Grunt. Maxwell gets it back, and now they go in. Kick it all the way to the far wing. I thought perhaps Paisaka was going to make a play as he was in deep. They go back to Ertl. Another straightaway three. Richter this time off the front rim, and Gronk going to snatch that one down and cover up for protection. Bulldogs with a chance to break this 8-0 run. Johnson goes inside for Kaiser. And Kaiser just can't squeeze it to go up. That's going to force Coach Garrett to call a timeout. We'll take one as well. Trojans with an 8-0 run to make it 40-34. Bulldogs hanging on to a 6-point. supports local high school sports teams, helping young athletes thrive for stronger communities. For over a century, J.C. Bank has offered banking, investments, and trust services to South Central Indiana. And there's exciting news for Decatur County. J.C. Bank is opening soon in Greensburg at 1035 North Lincoln Street. Whether you need a high-interest savings account or a mortgage, J.C. Bank is here for you. Learn more at jcbank.com. J.C. Bank, the bank for your street, not Wall Street. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball being brought to you tonight in part by Ivy Tech Community College, Great Plains Communication, Mary Huntington All-State Insurance, Batesville Chrysler Jeep, Jeep Dodge, and Gary's. Almost the midway point through the fourth quarter, Jim, and the Trojans on an 8-0 run to make Man. this a two-possession ball game. It is getting crazy. I think you got to look for number 32. Dylan Maxwell has had himself quite the game, and of course, 
The name Dylan Maxwell may sound familiar to you. He won the really? Good Sportsman Award at the Nash, excuse me, at the state championship game. How about that? So not only is he a great football player, he's showing you here a great athlete on the basketball court as well. The aforementioned Maxwell has it now. Just off the right block. Another three coming. This one halfway down and back out. Lures covers up and then quickly down the floor. That was Hoffer that put that one up. In and out. Kaiser up top, down the lane. A lot of traffic. And Kaiser's going to be fouled on his way up. And he'll shoot two. They put that one on Ertl, Jim. Eli Ertl's first, oddly. Wow. So Kaiser's with an opportunity to break up this 8-0 run, doing it from the free throw line. First one's good. That makes Cade 5 of 6 so far. You don't want to foul him. No. No, he's he's been really nice from the charity stripe tonight. This one, though, won't go. Commentators, 5-7 still good. Commentator's curse. <laughs> It's 41-34. Pizanka brings it up the floor. Tries to go around a T-Lure screen and does. Raises up, elevates over the defender, drops it in for two more. 41-36. Good-looking shot by Pizanka there. They let him play on that one. I was a little bit surprised when I saw all the contact. Oh, yeah. Cade Kaiser up top now goes over to Lures. Lures. Dumps it inside for Grunt. Grunt pushed off his spot, though. And then Johnson comes to help out a little bit. Johnson sends it to the opposite side now with Gus Prickle. And it's the Trojans for the first time giving the Bulldogs a taste of their own medicine as they go with a little bit of the zone there. But now they go back to man. Sam Johnson for three. And he's got all three of those. Count them. One, two, three. Sam Johnson puts it through the net. 44-36. The Bulldogs now approaching double digits. But Maxwell, sneaky good on that baseline, crept through the back door, laid it in for two. And a timeout by the Chargers will take 30 seconds as well. Bulldogs 44. Trojans 38 on the Sports Voice. Country 103.9. WRBI in the new WRBI app. Finding heart problems early can add years to your life and ensure you're healthy for what lies ahead. That's why Margaret Mary Health partners with the Christ Hospital to offer an affordable vascular screening for just $49. This 30-minute screening is recommended if you are 60 and older or over the age of 50 and have risk factors for heart disease. Appointments are available at Margaret Mary's main campus every Tuesday. For an appointment, call 812-933-5602. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school basketball being brought to you tonight by Fleetwood Chevrolet, Hurt and Elko, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, and Affinity Graphics and Tees. 2.30 left in this ball game and a travel called against Lures as he raced up the floor to get something set up here. That timeout called by the Trojans. Coach Thiesing's last opportunity to get some instruction in here. They need the push here to try to get back in the ballgame. So far in this fourth quarter, 
the score is again two more in favor of the the Trojans. Yes, Trojans. Forty-four forty after the Paisanka floater. We got a foul on the floor. Well, the foul is against the, the Bulldogs. Are they going to say he stepped on the? I'm sorry, they're going to say he stepped out of bounds. So another Bulldog turnover. And, and, I, and I'm not official, Terrence, but if I'm looking at the scoring right, it is uh, three points in the fourth quarter for Batesville to ten for East Central. Yeah, that's uh, it's been a, a rough go here to close this game out, and they've given the Trojans every opportunity to get back in the ball game, but Paisanka tried to send one up and over, but too tall, right into the waiting arms of Gronkemeyer. That one hurt. Lures on the far wing, has it, finds a cutting Gronk. Gronk up and in the hoop and the harm, and that's what it means to have 42 on the floor, Jim. Plays like that. His first score of the game. That's impossible. Nope. His first score of the game. So the Trojans really had a concerted effort to keep him from scoring. And the big wide receiver, Cade Kaiser, goes up and just snatches that rebound out of the air and back up for two more points. Big possession for the Dogs. And a timeout on the floor. We'll keep it right here. All right. Let's reset things just a bit, Jim. Grunkmeyer with the the two-pointer was super impressive. I think Kate Kaiser going up for the rebound on the next shot was uh, even more so. And uh, it's back to an eight-point lead with a minute and a half left. Theoretically, it could be done by the uh, Trojans, but uh, it's starting to slip away from them. Yeah, the Trojans had made a good run there to get it close. They got within four. Oh, yeah. But it was the dogs that turned the ball over, and it looked like uh, they were going to cut it to a one-possession ball game for the Trojans, but a bad pass. They go back the other way. Gronk goes up in his foul. And that trade from Johnson went down, too, which was uh, Huge. May- maybe the, the biggie. Oh, steps and on the, the baseline. Yeah, the Trojans step on the baseline, and Thiesing is not happy. Thought he was bumped. And to Thiesing's credit, they did get a foul call, very similar, for a lot less contact than that. <laughs> yeah. So I can, yes, underst- I can understand his thinking there. Bulldogs get it in with a minute 24. Full court pressure as they try to body Grunk. That's a tough call. And a foul is going to be called on, uh, I believe that's Kuhn, as he was trying to keep yep. in front of Grunk. And again, that's a tall task. It's only Connor's second foul, but it's the wrong time to have it. It is. Minute 17 on the clock. Eight-point ball game. Bulldogs on top. Heading down the home stretch here. And it's gotten a little sloppy, but you can understand the desperation of the Trojans. You can understand the physicality that's ensued. And they're going to say that Grunk traveled. Yeah, got to say, I saw one of those shoes... Shuffle a little bit. Yeah. They're watching for that. This one is uh this one has gotten interesting down the stretch, and both of these coaches are about to lose their minds. Absolutely. Lures oh. gonna get called for the foul there. And if you are 
the Trojans. You don't mind seeing this. You want to see that that uh, team foul number get over five here so they can yeah. maybe put some points on the board with the clock stop. And Trenton actually did grab his arm. Uh-huh. It, it, it was not a guess. Bizonka after the inbound pass, goes straight down the lane, pulls up at the free throw line, shot off the mark. Prickle with the rebound, sends it over to Kaiser. Kaiser, too quick. You're not going to be able to stay in front of Cade Kaiser, and Paisanka has the foul to slow him down. And he gets him just before he crosses the timeline, so that could make this a little more interesting, a little more difficult to get this one inbound. That's a fourth on Dylan Maxwell, I believe. I think they're going to put it on Paisanka instead. Oh, they are? Yeah, yeah. okay. Only a second for uh, Carson. I thought he said 32. He did the first time, but he made the correction. He admitted that he made a mistake there. They get it across the timeline. Some heavy man-to-man now defense from the Trojans. I mean, they are in the Bulldogs players' shirts are the Trojans. Exactly 50 seconds left on the clock. And another foul call. This one's going to go against Peyton Hoffman, and that's their last foul to give. And that is his fourth. So they will be shooting from here on out. And T. Lures will go to the line to shoot two. Misses his first. Bulldogs just three wins behind the Trojans in this series. They complete the task here tonight. It would be back-to-back wins over the Trojans. As Lures hits the second, 49-40 with 45 seconds left. Kuhn has it, goes back to Paisanka. Dylan Maxwell from the corner. And the three is good. Trojans won't go away. 49-43 with 36 seconds left. We'll keep it right here. They just need two more of those in the next 36 seconds. It's, it's something else. It's, and a full timeout called by uh, the Trojans. Every wow. time the Bulldogs think they've got enough distance between them and these Trojans, they, a play like that will happen, and they make it a two-possession game again. So, so I'm getting the impression, Terrence, uh, uh, after uh, being here a couple weeks, uh, a bit of a rivalry between these two schools? You know, Anytime you get a conference <laughs> matchup in the EIAC, every game Wowzers. feels like. I mean to tell you. Every game feels like a rivalry game. But, yes, Ooh. you are right. Uh, these two schools, when they get together, it's especially in basketball. Football? Not so much. Not so much. Uh, the, I mean, the Trojans, I mean, again, they're the 4A, class 4A state back-to-back champs. And, again, congratulations to Mr. Football. Yes. Mr. No, I, wow. You know what? I, I, yes, I am glad you reminded me of that. Yes, uh, you, you got to give it up to Ringer for winning Mr. Football. That was announced earlier this week. Yep. I forgot about that. And, then, and what a huge state. So there's a lot of guys out there. There really are. They but really only one are. was 6,640 yards. Yeah. <laughs> well, <Thanks>. well said. <laughs> Bulldogs trying to get it inbound after the timeout. They get it in and... Trenton Lures is immediately fouled, so they will put him back on the line. Eli Selhorst with his first. Lures split the pair on his last trip to the charity strike. 
35 seconds, point one. I don't think the clock even moved. I thought it was 35.1 just a second ago. One's good. Lure is able to dribble this one in off the front of the rim and then right through the net. So now it's a seven-point game. Rims out on the second. Maxwell up ahead to Richter. Richter sends it over to Paisanka for three. Glass. Yes, and then Johnson gets the rebound, and he's fouled. And we'll go back to the line again. Well, the Bulldogs, as they attempt to ice this one with a couple of free throws. Sam Johnson with those couple trays. He's got twos. He's got free throws. Big night. And a big week for these Bulldogs. They get... That bad taste of Southwestern out of their mouths with the win at Milan, and they back that up tonight with a win against an EIAC foe. So, huge win for Coach Garrett, his staff, and his club as Johnson drains them both. That's a nine-point ball game. that's going to pretty much put this one out of reach. As Paisanka was looking to get free. He wanted to square up for a three. Burning too much clock. And Gus Prickle gets a piece of him on the floor, not in the act, so it'll be side out with 19 and a half seconds left. Maxwell kind of steps into a floater-style three. That was a really short one, too. That was not Dylan's shot. Well short. That... Puts 14 seconds for the Bulldogs. And Gronk's trying to get this one inbound. Gets it into Cade Kaiser, who is immediately trapped in the corner. But he's a slippery one. Able to get through those two defenders. Draw some contact, and Kaiser will go back to the line to shoot two more. Could not foul him fast enough, and that's, uh, that's four on Dylan Maxwell. Coach Garrett says, tells his team, everybody back. We don't need you to rebound from a free throw. Just everybody go back. First one's good. Both good for Kaiser, 54-43, as they get it back to a two-point lead. That three-point ball partially blocked from Richter. And they're going to let Gronk dribble this one out. And that's going to do it. Double zeros on the clock as the Bulldogs defeat the Trojans on the road, 54-43. to We'll send it back to the station, come back and tie a bow on this one. Stay tuned for the postgame show. It's next on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. 
Cecil here from Ison's Family Pizza. Cup and Char. Our Cup and Char pepperoni has been an area favorite for years. Cup and Char. But we now have a new addition to our Cup and Char lineup. Cup and Char Sliced Sausage. Our sausage is a sliced, mild Italian sausage that cups when baked. Cup and Char. Our new Cup and Char sausage is available on all of our pizza lineup. Cup and Char. Get your Cup and Char sausage or Cup and Char pepperoni at Ison's Family Pizza. 812-933-0333. Ison'sFamilyPizza.com or downtown a Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Georges, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. And welcome back to uh, the Coliseum here in uh, St. Leon where the Bulldogs were victorious on the road. They defeat the East Central Trojans, a final score 54-43. And this one really had a lot of action, fast pace. Um, and just about everything that you would like about high school basketball, Jim, was on display here tonight. You saw some really serious athleticism displayed by both teams. You saw unbelievable skill offensively, and oh, you saw man. great aggressive defense. Um, and these things were displayed by both teams throughout the night. Absolutely. So points scored every possible way, and uh, it was uh, a thing of beauty. It, it was exactly the kind of game that you want, and uh, so Batesville gets the sweep tonight. They do. And, and, uh, and again, the girls beating the Trojans for the first time in six years. Uh, that's huge. And, and, of course, the boys uh, with a, a terrific win as well. Uh, the final 54-43, uh, and uh, Coach Aaron Garrett is with us. And, uh, Coach, welcome once again. And, uh, wow, what a victory. Yeah, very, very proud of the guys and what I just shared with them. What stands out to me about this win is we knew coming in it was going to be very physical. I was able to see Central live on Tuesday this week, and, and they've got a lot of football guys on that team in terms of their starting five and coming off a, a back-to-back state championship. So that, yep. that brings with it all kinds of confidence, confidence, expectation. And you saw they are big, strong dudes in terms of the physicality. So what I challenge our guys with, can we make this a game of fundamentals? Pivots, passing, 
and it got sloppy early to start that fourth. We kind of kind of and then turnover rut there, but then we corrected things. And I thought defensively we did a nice job all night long in terms of really just sliding and making our basic slides, but doing it with great effort and great execution. And, and the things that stand out to me is at halftime, talk to Jack about, hey, we want to get a post presence, but if you don't have your go-to move, just kick it out right away. Yeah. Second half, he kicks a huge basketball out to Sam Johnson, who hits a three. That really helped extend our lead and, and stymie the, the run they had going. Um, Braden Maple. Jack, and I won't say much about the officiating, but I don't get technicals, and we know this crew. Jack had some tough calls go against him, and Braden Maple had to play a lion's share of the third quarter minutes and played really, really well for us. We don't extend our lead without Braden Maple, but then Braden doesn't get a second in the fourth quarter. And as I explained to the sophomore, it's by, by no means anything he did wrong. He played great, right. but just we just had a crew out there in that fourth with a lot of experience on the floor. I felt most comfortable going Coach, go ahead. Uh, we've got you right here. Go right ahead. We still on? Right here. Yep, go ahead. Okay. And then and then Jack makes that big play. Braden Maple doesn't play in the fourth, but he doesn't care. And Jack only scores two points. And he doesn't care because he only has the win. I said, because I thought he scored zero. I said, Jack, did you did you even score? He goes two, and then he, then he goes, and I bricked a free throw, and that did that did remind me in terms of that did remind me in terms of that play. So when we talk, and Terrence, we can talk about Mudita sometime on a coach's corner, but we all have wristbands with Mudita on it, uh-huh. and I'll discuss that. But tonight was a perfect example of it in terms of playing together, not caring who gets the individual credit, but just playing together, playing team basketball, and they got such a good win. Coach, one thing I, I want to ask you, and I'll let you go here. Uh, before they turn the lights out on us. Uh, you mentioned Gronk, and he got himself into a little bit of foul trouble and he had to come off on the floor. Talk about how big Sam Johnson was picking up that slack there, particularly in the post uh, once Gronk was off the floor. Yeah, and Sam, everybody thinks of Sam as uh, basically a big offense, right? Yeah. Really good shooter. He's added to his game this year with the penetration drives. But what stood out to me on film these last few games especially is Sam Johnson is getting some big, big, tough rebounds. Yes. So he makes his slides defensively, but then he helps us clean up the glass. He did that a couple times tonight in terms of just two-hand, high-point the basketball. And you can see the, the work in the weight room he's done in terms, of, in terms of his body. And we actually pulled film from two, yeah, two years ago when, this, when East Central's coach was at South Ripley just to see what he ran against our zone then. And you didn't, even, you couldn't even tell it was the same Sam Johnson in terms of how much his body has matured through a lot of hard work of his. And it's awesome to see a kid put in a lot of hard work and then it pay off for him. And, and you know, on this side of things, obviously, I think he was our leading scorer tonight, but more happy with his just tough defense and big, big rebounds. Well, Coach, uh, again, congratulations. You get the two wins this week. And uh, look forward to getting in deep with you on Monday at Coach's Corner, 6 o'clock live from Ice and Family Pizza. Uh, Go and uh, get you a, a big, tall, cold glass of something because I know those vocal cords got overworked here tonight. I've been I've been battling the flu, and I apologize for bailing on you guys Thursday, but I knew Coach Allen would do a great job. He'd be in good hands. So we've, we've been fighting the sickness, and I don't get sick very often, but it's definitely hit me. So really proud of the boys in that regard, too, overcoming that. All right, Coach, thanks so much. That was victorious head coach Aaron Garrett here from the Coliseum as the Bulldogs defeat uh, the East Central Trojans, 54 to 43. We'll be back in two minutes to tie a bow on this one on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app.
place moves fast. The technology services from Great Plains Communications move faster. Whether it's working, learning, or streaming from home, or powering your business with a robust fiber connection, our full suite of technology services helps you keep up with today's fast-paced environment. Our local team of call center representatives and technicians are dedicated to providing a superior customer experience and ensuring you have the support and services you need to succeed. Contact Great Plains Communications today at 877-839-9494 or gpcom.com. Welcome to Allstate, where saving on your auto insurance is kind of like a joyride. You, your car, and an open road may be your best friend, too. The music is chill, and so is the traffic. Allstate, here better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville and Shelbyville Allstate agent Mary Huntington for a quote today. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Ivy Tech, your hometown college, is proud to support our local student-athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the Tech. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Terrence Arney, Jim Williams back with you here from St. Leon and the East Central High School where the Bulldogs able to take care of business on the road. They defeat the Trojans 54-43. And Jim, this was a great week of Bulldog basketball for both the men's and the women's teams. As you mentioned, they get the sweep here tonight. The women victorious in their efforts, 41-31. For the first time in six years, <laughs> yes, the men follow suit with a victory, 54-43. Uh, and earlier in the week, the Bulldogs won on Thursday. The men's team, the women's, had a tough one, lost a tough oh, one was to Franklin County. But again, a, a great game where both teams played well enough to win. We were glad to be there. Yeah, Franklin County got that. I was impressed with the way Mitchell Taylor and his club was able to bounce back here tonight in a tough environment and get a win. No no doubt about it. And uh, in this boys game, uh, Terrence, just to uh, wrap things up a little bit, the uh, Bulldogs had uh, both Sam Johnson and Kate Kaiser scoring 19 points wow. uh, in that one. And for the East Central Trojans, we got to give credit to Dylan Maxwell. Uh, we, we we see the man's athleticism. We see his concentration and focus. Yep. He also had 19 points. Yeah, those are some big baskets. And, you know, when you just said with, with Kaiser with 19, that was a quiet 19. It wasn't oh, yes. like that ball was constantly in his hand. He wasn't ball dominant. Right. But for him to come up with 19 points... Wow, that's that's impressive because, like I said, it wasn't a noisy nineteen. Yeah, I yeah. was. I was. It, it just kind of happened. Yeah, yeah. Just in the. <laughs> it kind of came along. Yeah, in the flow of the game. Well, folks, hopefully you enjoyed this one as much as Jim and I did bringing it to you. Um, and be sure to catch us 
on Monday night, 6 p.m., live from Ison's Family Pizza. It'll be Coach's Corner as we have our Ripley County Tournament preview show. Mm-hmm. Jim, we're going to talk to every single coach in the county, uh, both the men's coach and the women's coach, as they all start to prepare for that Ripley County Tourney. Should be a lot of fun. And then next week, I get to see my first Ripley County Tourney. <laughs> you are in for a treat, yes. my friend. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us here uh, for this one. So so from all of us here at WRBI, including Katie back at the station doing such a wonderful job. Ma'am, thank you so much for keeping us on. And my partner in crime here tonight, Jim, the professional Williams. (laughs) This is Terrence Arney saying thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your sports week.